welcome back to Final Sector, and we are back after a almighty flurry of a triple header to head to somewhere brand new in not just track form, but really general culture, time we've, of day, we've everything never been, form. We've never been to Vegas before. <laughs> we've never been. Formula One's never been. Even that we have been here before, it, this is in mm. ex almost day and night difference. <laughs> uh, quite literally, it. pardon the pun. <laughs> But uh, yes, we are headed to America again, to yep. Vegas. Sounds weird to say it. Um, I still don't think the media or anyone is still sinking in until we really see cars out there that we're mm. actually there. I mean, it's Vegas. Hey, we've been saying about it. There's, uh, there's a lot of talk going on here, uh, more than any other new weekend, for good reasons, for bad reasons, for all sorts. What do you think? You excited? I don't know if excitement is the word. Interested, I imagine. But are you actually keen? You, what are you thinking? What are you vibing with? It's... Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how I'm feeling about. It. I don't know. It's, I don't really know what to to think about this whole weekend yet yeah. because a lot of it seems a, a lot of the hype around it is so generated by Formula One themselves. It's like, yeah, how how much do you trust the hype around it, and how much is it just fabricated? Yeah. Because it's been fabricated by the people who are obviously spending half a billion dollars to get it up and running, and they want to make sure they recoup those costs. Some of the things we'll go into with the the track design and the fact that it's at night and the fact that it's going to be very cold it does present some challenges there but mm. yeah i i yeah very tentative like i'm i'm not one way or the other but just sort of interested to see how everything sort of plays out because it could go either way right now i feel like so yeah yeah as a weekend you've really got to split it in two i think you've got the on track which there's a lot probably to talk about and could mm. be very different, which either means it could actually be really good or it could be really poor. It's mm. kind of untested, which we'll get into why that is. But then there's all the off track, given that, of course, it is Vegas and not just racing, you know, around or to the side of Vegas. They're using Literally the Vegas the strip. strip, which yeah. is pretty amazing that they like, yes, the FIA has a lot of money, but still to, to, to sort that out and get, 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 yeah. uh, get that done. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> so, um, well, there's, there's also. There's also that, and apparently I was reading up earlier, and they had to completely rent out the, you know, that big Las Vegas sphere thing. The sphere. They Everyone's had to, saying, what are they going to put on the sphere? Yeah, they had to completely, <laughs> like, rent out that entire sphere. And yeah. Like, like, basically, they had to shut it down because they were racing, obviously, around it. Because the track goes right near it. And, yeah, of course, yep, yeah, yep. normal things they have there advertises. You, you can't know, have they, that yeah, during, They would have said it's the deal. Race. If you're yeah. <laughs> racing under it, you're yeah. going to bloody pay for the thing. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Like, there's a lot of money going into this. Again, it's it's one of the reasons why I don't know if I can trust all the hype around it just yet. But um, yeah. they are trying, you know, they're, they're trying to go for the, you know, the glitz and the glamour and they're trying to make it like Monaco plus plus kind of. Yeah. yeah that's 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 what they're trying to do, yep. aren't they? So we'll yep. just have to see how it plays out. I, I don't know how much we'll see watching it, you know, online or on TV. Like, I feel like to experience the off-track stuff you kind of just have to be there but i think yeah some tidbits were seen i mean as you say the track basically is planted in the middle there um there was a lot of faffing about because you know the f1 initially went to like hotel owners and said hey by the way you've got to pay for all your rooms with us in advance and then you can sort that out otherwise we'll make it so you can't watch and then yeah. i think most of the hotel owners called their bluff they said what the hell are you gonna do like these high rises hundreds of stories tall what are you just gonna climb up the side of our buildings and cover them up like what yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean um so yeah i think 
surely, sure, some people early on might have uh, splashed out some expensive tickets, but there's yeah a lot of word that um even the days leading up to it, there's still plenty of uh, vantage opportunities that are yes. plummeting in relative price. I um, saw <laughs> up to eighty five percent cheaper than when they were first. Would not surprise me, which would probably yeah. still cost you an arm and a leg, but yes, yes far cheaper than uh, than what it would have been. Yeah. But um, I was looking at the the cheapest ticket to the venue as well. Like, to keep in mind, how much was it for our three day? Uh, tickets to the Australian Grand Prix. Ours is on the cheaper side, Australian Grand Prix. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to put it into context, the cheapest three-day ticket, which is not even grandstand, it's standing room only at the Vegas Grand Prix, is five hundred US dollars for three days. Yeah. Which is like a thousand Australian dollars, and it's yep. like I'm not spending that to go sit in five degree weather. Um, <laughs> It was stand, not even sit. You stand in five yeah, degree yeah, weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand like, if you bring nah. a camp. Uh, sit if you bring a camp chair and a yeah. woolly blanket. And and to yeah, watch a but bunch that of is cars a overtake on the straight with DRS. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Who knows how good it actually is to be mm. their yep. track side? But yeah. um, no, as you say, we have actually been here before in the legendary uh, Caesar's Palace parking lot, which was known as. A Grand Prix, I think if you go back and Google those, you'll see um, how much F1 has changed since we have races, literally, that's like styrofoam blocks in a car park mix-up, an F1 circuit, and yet that arguably still had more viewers and interest then than it did now. It's quite incredible. Um, But yes, the big difference is here, majority of the events, I don't know if all of them are, but majority are basically at at the full night. Um, And Mm. given that Vegas is basically built in a desert, um, and the deserts in America, although hot during the day, get absolutely freezing during the night. And I don't know when was the last time, if ever, we've had a race that's going to be this cold. Um, literally in the near, it's yeah. just above the zeros. The the um, closest one that, that um, people were comparing was, um, was it the Eiffel Grand Prix in 2020? It was very, very cold that weekend as well like right. similar temperatures and yeah it was apparently like driving on ice the difference was yeah. that was during the day when the sun could sort of heat up the track there was still some a bit. yeah sun there so the, the yeah. tarmac could still generate mm. some track temp even if the air temp was cool but as you say yes. here that track's going to be very cold who knows what the surface is going to be like they've apparently redone it all but we've seen in the past a la turkey that a redone track could actually be chaos mm. um so I mean, who knows? That's the big thing heading into it. Who knows? Of course, it being cold doesn't mean that cars are going to be able to run far better because the cooling's better, or does the coldness actually bring other issues? Does it mean that tyres just don't get any heat and then the cars are in absolute misery? Does it mean brakes don't get heat? I've, I, There's probably, you could look at some analysis out there. Mm. I haven't done too much digging, maybe because it's exciting to be a bit in the dark, but... I did a little bit. Well, actually, I did quite a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I say a little bit. Um... <laughs> Even even Pirelli themselves, like, but this is all yes. tire. I saw Pirelli yeah. almost go like, we're crossing we our fingers yeah. a tiny yeah. bit because we've done our best, yeah. but yeah, they, this isn't what we designed for. <laughs> apparently, all their simulations are based on Baku, which I guess makes a lot of sense with that stupid yeah. long straight. Which apparently, yeah. even down the Baku straight, the tire temp uh, drops like thirty degrees or something just from the start to the end of the straight. I believe the yeah. Las Vegas one is longer, and there's like three really, really long ones, um, all God, into yeah, pretty, pretty hard braking zones. Yeah, so yeah. Um, they've got the softest compounds, um, but even then, they're just sitting there like, yeah, we're just we've got absolutely 
no idea how it's going to work. Because it is so cold and because you've got these really, really long straights, it's going to heat the core of the tire quite a lot, but the surface temperatures are just going to like absolutely plummet. Mm. Um, and what that does is that in like it introduces oversteer and understeer, which then if you start to slide the tires, then you start to get graining. It's so hard to know, like you say, because we haven't really had uh, something like this with temperatures this cold with you know, the straights basically cooling these tires and cooling the brakes and all this uh, on a brand new smooth asphalt surface as well. It's like not rubbing and in. And the layout itself is also pretty funky when you look at mm. it. It's a pretty funky, it's a wacky layout we got here. It's a pig. It's an upside down pig, yes. yes. It's the spider pig. <laughs> yes. Um, it has like a few features. It has like a start finish straight where the grid starts on a curve. So yep. cars will be starting on the grid on a little curve. Mm. Um, a little run down to T1, not too long, but there are two DRS zones. Probably both of them will be quite favorable here. Again, who knows how well cars can follow. I mean, there's not that many twisty sections. It almost, mm. you know... It, it's I, very... I know. people. It's very Monza. Like, I would be very surprised yeah. if teams don't bring, like, Monza spec downforce for this because yeah. it's a lot of long straights and like hard braking zones and slow corners and that's monza um I yeah would i would expect a lot of monza spec cars here there's only like like two, two medium they... speed corners that you reasonably think yeah like t3 and t6 there's also they've got a few yeah. others that are wider but they seem so wide you don't need any downforce from them so it doesn't matter and the tight stuff mm. is just tight stuff anyway look i think what we're going to have is similar to when we had the first year in baku it, it could be one where the first year everyone's really safe and whatever and it's really boring but then you know following up with that it could be really exciting um mm. we're not gonna know till till we head here right i mean yep. we yeah it, yep. it could be similar to, to qatar we're heading into it everyone thinks everything is you know <laughs> yeah whatever and then we come out of it going what, what? the hell was that how yeah. did no one see this <laughs> i feel yeah. like this this could be bring up the uh bring up the same thing ferrari are bringing a special livery here they unveiled it quite early i think mm. not that long after um brazil um which i didn't see if it was a specific like they're trying to do a throwback per se but they they're basically were, just like yeah it's like a nod to yeah. their like 70s ferraris era yeah, cars gotcha. with the like white yeah. front and rear wing and yeah uh, so they've yeah, kind of so. just gone to yeah like a white white red but with a bit of the black mainly the white and red is what sticks out so yes. um I wouldn't be surprised if some other cars turned up with some minor things, given, hey, they want to get in with the publicity and such. You're probably going to see a bunch of new sponsors there. That's not going to surprise me either, right? It's Tuesday night as it is right here for us, but the drivers are already going to be in media hell there. They're going yeah. to have, yeah, so many commitments and press and everything because um, even for the teams, it's, look, it is it is a big market and they're going to mm. have, they probably are going to have a global spotlight on them because everyone, you know, in general is going to be going, what the hell is this? I, I remember when this was announced mm. and I saw a few people on, on Twitter um in the hearthstone gaming community just streamers that saw it announced and they were like hey should we just go to this like this wow. looks you know like what the hell you know so it's it's you know it's news to people they're like yeah this is a strange way to do it apparently there was some a, a lot of residents which apparently are actually really unhappy with this um i think the fact that you know like they say even for the whole area there's certain like roads and infrastructure that's need upgraded for ages and of course, the F1's mainly going in and, and doing the bits where it needs, but some residents are almost saying it makes things worse because now like half of the stuff is upgraded and half the stuff is dilapidated and it's just going to look like an mm. awful mix when the F1 isn't there. And um, you can imagine that the impact it's had. I think um, 
traffic in an area like this day to day is normally really bad and they said they had some sort of freeway closure to, to upgrade it and then they've had to close further roads because of this and apparently it's like mm. if you work there like it's impossible to get in like you just give up for like these few, last few weeks because yeah, of yeah. how much impact it has um, and of course they're not getting compensated or anything for that so um yeah, maybe those are the people that aren't flying in that are spending the tickets. The actual general workers there, the locals, mm. apparently, um, they're not happy with how this has been handled. But um, unfortunately, the little the little people are the ones that are going to get stuffed over with something like this, right? You, you'd expect the the first year to be the hardest as they're setting up, particularly yeah. like they've got their like the the pit area i think is like that's an actual facility that's going to stay there it's not like a you tear down sort of thing so correct like a lot a lot of the infrastructure will be there for what is it 10 years we're going here you'd expect years to follow that it won't take nearly as much closures to to get it all set up and taken down so maybe it's just that sort of first year growing pains that that's just the way it is but they did announce that hey you know that classic trip where you go to vegas you get drunk you propose to your girlfriend and you get married well now you on the f1 paddock can get married at the f1 paddock race to the altar oh. that's right there's an official area in the paddock where you can I, get eloped and <laughs> i physically groaned when i saw this pop up on my feed i'm like i was not ah. sure how much they'd buy into this and when i saw this i went yeah they're buying into it they're, they're going the full margin I, i'm gonna cringe just reading this it's race called, to the old called <laughs> race to the altar and there was a sign behind that said lights out and together we go and i'm just like no <laughs> and there's an f1 car wing with the just married on the back of it you get a photo of it <laughs> I hate it. I They've hate also, it um, so The much. one thing I do like, these are little things I like. Mm. For a lot of the curbs, they actually have them painted yeah, in the that. in the sequencing colors with the um with the card suites, mm. the you know, spades or whatever printed on them as well. See, that's that's, that's some cool yeah. flair. Like that's some neat little flair you're putting on there. Yeah, they they definitely are buying into it. <laughs> and of course they are, right? They they've obviously had to spend probably more on this event than any other in the entire year so yes. they're, they're gonna go all out to generate something here and give it their all right yeah you only get to do a uh, yeah your first race like this uh once i think verstappen was also quoted in saying that he's done a bit of racing on the sim on this particularly mm. in a few games and he said that um it's hard mm. is basically what he said i think yep. you know um he basically said he was bouncing off of walls to begin with um i doubt that's because of a skill mm. thing it's probably more if you know when you try a new track sometimes you you know you're suddenly off in the gravel because a corner just doesn't go where you expect and i yeah. feel like this is the sort of circuit where if you're going in blind it, yes. it just goes where it wants and it, it doesn't really feel fluid and i think looking at the trap mat that's the kind of impression you get so um mm. it's yeah rapid it's gonna have to be rapid for the drivers to learn here you know thank god it's not a, a sprint weekend otherwise that would just be there's no <laughs> icing way. on the cake i no. think i think i think it, it could if they stick with sprints i think sort of year three year four of vegas yeah. they could absolutely they, look at this be targeting and milk, this for sure. milking that but now nah, year one particularly with everything that it with how they need to set up the cars and they need to get used they need yep. to like rubber in the track and they need to yeah get used to those cold conditions and figure out what the hell the tires are doing um they're not gonna have one practice session that would be so yep. that would be so irresponsible no that's um, not gonna happen yes. yeah uh i mean the, the other couple of notes i had is the thing that i saw pop up is that the pit stop strategy could actually be interesting despite the fact that it's like i'm sort of half expecting a one stop like sort of soft medium because the degradation i yeah. don't expect to be too high 
uh, the graining, obviously, I'm not too sure. Like, it's it's sort of a wait and see. And kind if tyres are cold, well, it depends. That's if what I tires mean. are cold, they may not wear as much, but then you may need to push them to heat them up. Yeah. But then that pushing them could be the thing that wears them, right? Potentially, yeah. But um, the the pit stops are interesting in that regard, in that because tyre warm up is going to be so hard. Like, mm. pit stop strategy, I don't know if an undercut or an overcut is going to be the way to go. Like, an overcut feels mm. like it could be potentially quite it feels strong. like both. It feels like yeah. you've got to be on your toes and it kind of, you know... I don't If you've watched a lot of, uh, like, F2 or F3, it feels like when they pit for tyres and they come out in that first yeah. lap, they are just, like, absolutely nowhere because the tyres are just yeah. so, so cold because they don't have tyre blankets, I don't believe. Yeah, it's... Gonna, I feel like it could be sort of pushing towards that, where that first outlap is like, you just have to spend a lot of time. If you get put into traffic and you're trying to like heat up your tires, then, it'll be a big thing. Yeah. Yep. So, um, the other thing I did see, I don't know how much of this is just sort of manufactured or not, but the pit exit could pose some issues as well. It's on the hairpin uh... of turn one on the inside. Um, so because the natural racing line sort of you want to take an apex uh it seems like the uh the pit exit line like the pit line is like you're probably going to be crossing the pit exit line to take the apex and if you've got cars coming out of the pits or cars on cold tires especially and like coming around a hairpin yeah they could slide out slide out who knows yeah um it's something to keep an eye on at least um but yeah it's it's hard to say again how much of an effect it will have until until we see it it could be one as well for the backing up during qualifying you imagine it might be a tricky one because that lead out of 16 is so long people might be trying to i'm expecting a couple of warm-up laps and i'm expecting multiple fast laps on one tire as well if they're not true that could actually make qualifying pretty tricky Mm -hmm. because certain cars like that a lot better than others like i know Um, even even the red bull like they tend to have trouble mm. firing up their tires right away which we've obviously seen them yeah not quite as close in qualifying on the very first laps of their stint so you'll have a few laps to yeah yeah yeah, sort yourself out with that yeah Yeah, good point and again no historical data so who knows it's not like they've got something to rely upon even if it is already tricky yep. so yeah exactly so i think i think qualifying is, is is very very interesting and i think this track is going to favor those cars that normally are quite hard on their tires um particularly if they want to qualify well i think they could yep could do very very well here i'm thinking you know like your ferrari and your haas and even mclaren to an extent i expect to to probably be quite strong here because they'll be able to fire up those tires a lot quicker than others i did see a few other small notes um apparently for haas um although they've seen some improvements from their car they apparently don't really understand it so they're taking the improvements basically off of hulkenberg's car i imagine it's sort of like a mini end we've got to compare his car to magnuson's car to incorrect apparently that's not why they're doing it yeah so oh go on the reason they're going with the split aero packages is because hulkenberg is like i like the old aero package i want the old aero package. oh okay okay so it's literally like everything i've seen is like (laughs) it's it's straight up down to preference um that's interesting okay uh so yeah yeah magnuson has the new aero package and hulkenberg has the old one just because it's what they prefer and it's actually something i did see um in 
I don't know if it was after Brazil or if it was after Mexico where Hulkenberg came out and said, yeah, he was just not a fan of the the, the upgrades yeah. that they took. So I think it was after the US Grand Prix, right? Um, he was like, yeah, he just wasn't wasn't happy with how it was performing. So, um, I'm And not- it's strange because I think from a performance perspective, I, I think from a strategy side, it's let them down what it hasn't seen. But mm. in general, even from the US Grand Prix where they started near the back, they seem to have decent-ish pace compared to when normally they just fall right to the back. So mm. it's curious whether there's that's you know there's other things going on and it's not actually because of the upgrades or whether you know maybe Hulk's just like this is a living nightmare to drive. I can't keep doing this. I It'll need to that. you know yeah. thinks he can do more going back. Maybe that's why they think they're qualifying so poor and they can't even start near the top. So he's like, mm. well, there's no point in having a good race car if we can't qualify. It'll be interesting to see. I imagine. Look, they're kind of in that fight-ish near the back, but obviously both drivers are going, you know, we don't think we're going to catch AlphaTauri Williams at any rate unless we try something. Yep. And bigger picture, what are we doing for next year? We need to obviously do something now because mm. decisions are going to be locked in for next year. Yeah. So yeah. it's got to be a mix of things. Um, obviously, they're not happy, is, is clear. Um, so, yeah, this is this is obviously a decision to try and um, still get something out of the, the track time they have left for the year. And allegedly, AlphaTauri are still gonna bring something to their car from what i saw um oh, I allegedly they're still got a final floor to come i saw um they say they're very happy of course with the updates to the car hmm. um i think their biggest improvement i saw was actually in singapore when the big changes that they brought in suspension the basically red bull um had had him uh, added in earlier in the year hmm. um so i saw that as a as a, as a passing note before yeah. i guess i didn't look at it in too detail but it was from a fairly credible journalist yeah. so um obviously we talked about it um in our um brazil um recap where debrief sorry yeah, <laughs> where, it's all the same word. um <laughs> yeah where they are they have a decent chance to get that p7 but they could also throw it away so mm. i wouldn't be surprised if they're actually throwing everything at it to try and get that p7 especially um, especially you know, here where you expect williams to be quite strong so Yes. So yes, yes. But we can get into that. I guess we yes. could now have to talk about who's going to be strong and who's going to be weak. Um, this is especially tricky, not just because of everything we talked about with the uniqueness of this track, but also that Brazil seemed to yeah. every team acted different than they have for the last half a year with like a fast Aston Martin, a Mercedes that couldn't do anything, yep. Ferrari power units in, that seemed to just be failing on every customer and yeah. parent car. Um, the good old days. <laughs> yes. Uh, is Alonso back, B2? Is, uh, you know, Checo back in it? Even he suddenly showed that he's got it. Yeah. If it wasn't hard enough to predict, um, you know, everything's still in it. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. I, I guess we do need to recap. Um, so you did go last weekend out for your, your max off prediction, which I think was still a fair one to go for, but he still ended up proving us wrong. Yep. Um, yep, and Mercedes so, let me down. So yes, they did, severely. but then you did get the Lando for P two, which kind of saved your grace a bit. So that was positive. So yes, I'm lucky I didn't go um, the Lando win, like I was sort of tossing up between. Yeah, <laughs> so that yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Would have been bad. <laughs> Indeed. So it basically meant that I gained half a point over you. So your lead is still over one and a half. So it's a good result. It'll be thirty six and a half to thirty eight. So it's still very close. Um. Do I try to gamble here? Because there's only two uh, events. I get it. There's technically... Gamble, yeah, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, there's technically, what, five points of Grand Prix up for grabs if you nail it all somehow? So, yeah. um... Yeah. 
it could be anyone's game but i i, I don't know i don't know what i'm doing here i yeah. just put i think i think you were mulling a bit and i kind of just i think that's what my gut that's when it's worked the best mm. um so that's what i've gone for but i guess we do have to go for a random place yes. i was trying to think on, my, on the fly without overthinking it if there was like a fun thing we could do but then i couldn't you're just trying to get more points come up with anything stop it Leave it for the final. No, I didn't, Leave I didn't it for think the... about that until just then. That yes, it does make it seem like I'm getting more opportunity. I was going to say like, what place will Albon come? Because I think that's hard. But yeah. then, yeah, yeah, yeah. We think about that separate. I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. Do you think Williams will be strong here as a side I, thing? Maybe I, it's giving me your predictions. Be, yeah. <laughs> I think they could be quite strong. I think I could see. A, I think I could see double points. I don't. I don't think podiums. In yeah, there, yeah. I'd I put think my uh, money on that yeah <laughs> like sergeant was p11 last race he's been very close to points more recently like his yeah his form towards the back end of the season is sort of more what people expect of him in a race where i expect him to be strong if he's that close to points yeah. now i'd expect him to to be you know ninth or tenth um for sure so but again who knows with this season they could be right at the back for reasons so exactly exactly yeah. But um, the other position that we will need to guess, I don't know how many times we've got this one. It's P6. <laughs> nah, do, do another <laughs> one. I don't want to do P6 because I'm just going to pick a Ferrari. All right, all right, all right. P8. There you go. Hey, P8. Okay. That we've makes it a little more P8. interesting. You need to. That's a much better number. P6 you, is just, you, yeah, pick you need a Ferrari. To use a, you, need to use, <laughs> you need to use a different random number generator because yeah, it got ain't a case, no random. Clearly, it's giving me yeah. that one or P19. Yeah. <laughs> P8. Uh, P8. Oh, Sonoda. That's a good bet. <laughs> I'm either going to go a Ricardo or an Albon. Yeah, I considered both of them as well. No, I'll go Albon. I'll go a Albon? different team, okay. I think. I think he could be higher, but we'll see. Yeah, I think so. But then I think if what we saw from... Where was Brazil it? is at those top even five teams seem to be pretty consistent True. now. Yeah, they might P eight might be like the highest of any non top team contender, but it depends how yeah. good you think any of those teams will be here. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. we'll have to get into it. Yep. Predictions. I don't really know where to start with mine. Um, Max P one. I'm just we, gonna say we it. normally go P one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Max P one. Yeah. I still think with everything against it. Fantastic. Let's be real. Uh, he's going to be the most out of any driver to likely nail it. I mean, yes, other drivers like Lewis and like Alonso are going to be strong, but mm. it's still by de facto the, the best car. Yep. You'd think in an unknown kind of format, that car seems like they always seem to find a setup when other teams struggle. It's only like one race this year they've really struggled with the setup. Um, like maybe you could draw an akin to say hey this is like a singapore it's like in an yeah. skewed way sure but you'd still be hard to bet against it yeah. um i think qualifying they might not be quickest though like yes. i think they could struggle uh not not struggle as in like won't make q3 but like yeah. struggle as in i I think there could be two or three drivers that are right on yeah. his right on his They could tail. bet and just yeah. focus on a safe race car because I guess it looks like it's going to be yes. so easy to pass if you've got a good car like they do. You know, they could just say, let's just take it easy mm. through a good race car. If some others want to spike it in quality, good for them. We'll then prove what we always do and move through easily during the race. So yep. you could also see that coming through, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, for P3, let's do your I'm gonna, P3. Oh, 
I was going to wait for you because I'm I've got three or four permutations. <laughs> okay. And I don't want to if I P3. if one seems close to yours, then I'm just going to go something a bit different. So. Something else. Okay. I have gone back to old P3 faithful, I guess. Uh, Mr. Number Two Red Bull, Mr. Ooh. Checo Perez. All right. Um, I think two parts. Part one, as I just mentioned, I think that Red Bull car will be strong enough. Now that's not always been enough for him to be up there. But I did mention heading into Brazil that it sounded like he was on a bit of an upward trend. And I think he kind of showed a bit of that spirit there. Um, and really, if you consider if he was on the same sort of pace fighting Alonso here, you feel like he would have had a lot of a much easier chance to get past at a circuit like this. Um, so, yep. I, you know, if I, I'm not saying that I'm necessarily redeeming myself here and going, oh, I've been his fan since day one. I'm well aware that I haven't majorly renounced my fandom for him mm. um, and I'm not just going to jump back on that pretend that I wasn't not believing for a moment but yeah I, I think I said it I think actually he could be in with a shout here um, is it just because it's straight central maybe but let's go check her yeah yeah <laughs> yep I uh, well I guess I do have Perez in my top three I'm gonna say he's gonna be p2. Oh, okay. So, again, his upturn of form is definitely part of that. And I look back at the last two races, he got P2 to max, and they were uh, Spa and Monza, which both have Mm -hmm. fuck-off long straights um, Mm -hmm. in which he can overtake. And this was also And let's be real, at Mexico, he probably would have been P2. He probably would have been P2, (laughs) yes. Yes, exactly. So, I think that he regardless of how far he starts back uh as i think as long as he makes q3 which you'd want to hope he does um Mm -hmm. as long as he makes q3 i expect him to be p2 so yeah there you go i was touting that i've come back to the fandom and then you've just gone and usurped me anyway so there you go fake fan ladies and gentlemen yeah you won't have flag has been well and truly put in the garage yeah you've (laughs) you've given it away and i i'll 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 be here to every time you try and take it back you'll turn up in our debrief and check knock (laughs) knock the flag out of your hand yeah (laughs) no um so for my p2 I think for no other reason that I also think this driver's on such a surge. And I think mm. on a difficult weekend, he probably will be strong. And just because he was so strong in Brazil, I think I've got to give it to Mr. Lando Norris. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's all there is. I think that yeah. team has been decent at setting up their cars recently. We used to think at the start of the year or middle of the year, they're only good at a certain circuit, but then we've shown they can be very adaptable. And I think you need to be adaptable here. Yep. Still, I don't think they're as strong as the Red Bull, but um, that's that's all I thought of. That's why I pretty quickly went, yep, yeah. this top three looks good. Not going to overthink it. That's what I've got. Fair. But have you gone someone random in P3, or are you just flipped to the switch? Well, I had two drivers. Um, yeah. Norris was one of them. Surprise, surprise. Was? Um, <laughs> the other one I had, and I... Uh, this... Everything about this track screams Ferrari. It feels like they should Ooh. just be strong, right? Like the the the, the straights, the the fact that they've got in high tire qualifying wear. Qualifying or in the race? I think both. Again, because they have such <laughs> yeah, high tire yep. wear, they can fire up those tires really well. It also means they could qualify quite high. We've seen you know Leclerc quite high up in qualifying, even um, at tracks where 
you know, they shouldn't be like Brazil, where he qualified it's very true. high before uh, getting a DNS. We'll ignore that. Yeah, you know and they did it. do well in uh, in Mexico. They yep. did as well. I'm going to say Leclerc. I'll say he's P3. Nice. Just because I want to make it a bit interesting. So, um, Good on you. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I hope for Ferrari's sake they sort of get a, a little bit of a fight back, but... I just think yep. it it's it is it just feels like a Ferrari track with with all the characteristics of their car they should do well here so and I think yeah. Leclerc probably just just has the edge at the moment over over Signs yep. but it's it's marginal <laughs> so yeah I like it I think that could be a call that could win the season for you that's a type of call it no, is no no so. Norris in the top three though is making my predictions look a little silly but I know but then fine. it's like then who you, you take yeah, out anyone then you just go ah oh, but yeah, yeah it's um it's, it's hard it yep. is hard yep so um yes I didn't have anything else to mention did we cover everything on your side that was it the only other thing I had is that this has the potential this race has the potential to be the first ever to finish on a different day than it started which I thought was a neat little oh, tidbit because yes. it starts at 10 p.m so starting so late locally yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah 10 p.m so if it goes longer than two hours then yeah they're gonna start on a Saturday and finish on a Sunday so I'm like oh that's kind of yeah. a neat detail so it's interesting um, yeah. the discussion on that start time because of course it's good for us but then normally any race starting for us mm. is for other reasons it's not because they want to yes. cater to this market or normally it's the eu or, or, the, or mm. the us it's ironic that most of the rest of the us of course this is an absolutely horrible time for them to watch it because they're either further into the night or it's still nighttime for them and for europe it's like four or five a.m as well so it's horrible um yep. Yep. so I everyone's think... like who is this actually marketing towards and of course they're all saying well, it's for Vegas. It's for yep. the residents that it's... are out there gambling and partying to watch something yeah. at night. It's, it's just for Vegas it's and for Australians. Like, yeah. hey! <laughs> it just worked for us, yeah. They literally, um, <laughs> to be fair, they did, um, there was there was some comments I saw that said they, even if they had it like, say, 8.30 local time, that would have been even worse for, like, UK and Europeans. So yeah, it would have been, like, 2 a.m., 1 a.m. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So having it sort of later means that it's, like, in Europe, I think it starts 6 a.m. Maybe the qualifying is 6 a.m., but it's, like, oh, maybe the yeah. race. But, yeah, for UK, I it's, think they like said bad. F- yeah, 5.30 or 5 or something was lights yeah. out when I saw the post there. Right, so. yeah, okay. So, like, look, so. if you want to get up early, also, it's going to be... Um, still sat Sunday morning for them, so also they're mm. not getting up on uh, on their work day to see it as well. So yeah, yeah you can see how right. it's not that bad. But yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they review it and completely turn the cloth for for next year. As I say, I think this will be one where not only the race itself is reviewed in detail, and there'll be a lot of stories from it, but yes, everything around it. I'm sure there'll be Definitely. plenty of information to look at. But um, it keeps it interesting. We've been counting down to this one since I think the start of the year, so it's um. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. It should be it should be fun. Do let us know who you think at listeners at home wherever you are. Um, who you think will be strong? Who you think will be weak? Anything we might have missed that you've seen pop up? I am sure that the news will come in thick and fast until the first session starts. But as I say, we'll be sure to come back afterwards to give you all the highlights and everything in hopefully a less than three hour package. But we'll <laughs> see how we do. No promises. <laughs> Uh, But until then, enjoy the weekend and uh, take care of yourselves. We're out. Bye-bye.